hey, it's so nice to have you back on Jeremiah Wonders. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Welcome back to the show. Did you have a good weekend? Did you have a good week? Was it a rough one? Hmm? Maybe uh, some unforeseen hiccups came your way. Hmm? Let's get over that together. Uh, let's start it off with a with a good positive podcast to start your week, huh? My buddy Kevin Mack is on the show today. You may know him as the hashtag king from Kill Tony. And uh, he's a good, good friend that uh, I met through the comedy store, met through Kill Tony in that show. And uh, he's been around a lot uh, in the scene and we've just developed a, a good friendship uh, over the time of hanging out and just uh, seeing each other grow up. And he's a big supporter of Roast Battle. So he's a good, uh, good, kind, familiar face that I like to, to stumble upon whenever I'm up at the comedy store. And we had a great Great time getting to know each other a little bit better and riffing and had a lot of fun characters and Collins on the show. I think you guys are really going to dig it. So if you don't know who Kevin Mack is, you will after this episode and uh, you'll have to follow him on all his his socials. (laughs) He's got quite the Instagram if you haven't heard. So go go check it out. I want to thank the sponsors of the show. I'm going to keep this very short. I'm actually uh, on the road once again. Uh, Hustle, 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 hustle and bustle. Got to get these Kill Tonys out on the sh- uh, on the road and doing more stand-up on the road, which I'm excited about. But I feel refreshed. I feel recharged. Yeah, guys, I feel good. Back in it. I, I took a break uh, over the weekend, uh, as I had mentioned, with uh, my wife over Fourth of July weekend. Man, was that needed. And I'm just feeling like I'm ready to kick butt and take names again. You know what I mean? Just ready to get out there. Lasso that moon with a little rope, tie it in, put it in my pocket, save for later, look at it. I want to thank the sponsor of the show, Speedweed, Bronxborn Pizza and Minchie Music. And uh, I haven't done this in a while, so I wanted to do this. I wanted to feature a song submission from somebody uh, that goes by the name John Blair. And this is his song, Wait and See. from our pal John Blair. Thank you for sending that in. If you'd like to do that, send that in to jeremiahwonders at gmail.com and please keep sending your kindness challenge letters there as well. I'm going to read you some quick tour dates and then uh, we'll get into this podcast. What do you say, guys? Phoenix, 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 Phoenix. This week, Reagan Watkins is headlining at Stand Up Live in Phoenix on Thursday, July 18th. Please come to that. Got a lot of seats to fill. It's a big house. Please come out and support myself, Pat Reagan doing music. We're going to be doing our individual acts as well. And Joel Berg is going to be on drums as well. He's he's going to be doing some stand-up comedy as well. It's going to be great. If you want to come also on uh, Friday in Los Angeles, Friday night in Los Angeles at the Pack Theater, we're doing a a 15-minute version of Jeremiah Wonders live in front of live studio audience. It's going to be the first beta test to see if uh, we can 
start doing the show live, so it's very exciting. Then Saturday, July 20th, this Saturday, July 20th, Huntington Beach, the rec room, Huntington Beach in the OC area. William Montgomery, Joel Jimenez, myself, Pat Reagan, we're all coming to do stand-up, and then and Pat Reagan and I are closing out with some Reagan Watkins. We're headlining that show. Huntington Rec Room. Huntington Beach Rec Room. Come out to that. And our friend Kenny Weber is going to uh, open the show as well. So come on out to those shows, guys. Uh, and then uh, Pittsburgh with Tony Hinchcliffe uh, and Philadelphia. We're doing Kill Tony's and stand-up shows there. Uh, the 24th through the 27th, I believe. And then I'll be in Miami with uh, Tony Hinchcliffe in, in August, uh, the 8th through the 10th. And why don't you come on the stand-up on the spot August 13th? Uh, they've been selling out like crazy quick lately. So come on out. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. If you're not already doing so, follow me on social media at Jeremiah Standup. Follow our YouTube page that my uh, producer pal Gage T Arena is knocking out of the park. Uh, YouTube.com slash Jeremiah Watkins. You got to watch the videos there. We got a three camera setup now. What? So freaking dope. So freaking dope. And follow my pal Gage. G-A-G-E-T-I-J-E-R-I-N-A. Gage Tiarina. Oh, sounds very mysterious. Gage Tiarina. Without further ado, we are going to get into this episode of Jeremiah Wonders with my pal, Kevin Mack. We're doing it. <laughs> we're, we're, we've already started. It's a, it's it started. We did it. Hey, welcome to the show. <laughs> Kevin Mack is here. What's up? What camera should I look at? That one? Hey, you, you know what? It's a multicam operation, so you can point to different ones. All right. Cool. And we'll find it for you. We know how much I like cameras. Yeah. The hashtag <laughs> king is here with us. King of the hashtags, baby. Hashtag king hashtag king hashtag i don't know i don't know which has there's no break in between all of those hashtags to no. be quite honest uh <laughs> my buddy kevin mack is in the house uh if you are a kill tony listener you may uh know him um from past segments uh where tony would read his hashtags on instagram <laughs> uh after he would do uh, a minute of stand-up comedy and uh a lot of uh, a lot of good segments came from that yeah, I think um, a lot of people have been, we've had a lot of comments asking where I've been and uh, I have, I do go, uh, not, I don't go every week, but I do go. It's, it really is a crapshoot whether you're going to get on or not. So, well, the list is uh, that you sign up for the amount of people who are entering that bucket now. It's pretty huge. There's like at least over a hundred comics every single time. Like yeah, the, the show is is growing super fast, and you've got people. I mean, I was I signed up last week. I didn't get up, obviously, but I signed up last week, and there was uh, a few people that were there from Montana that drove in just to sign up for Kill Tony, and they didn't make it. Oh man, That's that crazy. happens. Uh, that happens on the road quite a bit. We'll we'll go to one city that happens to be you know, five hours from somewhere that somebody else lives that we're not going to be doing a Kill Tony in their area for a while. So they make the drive and then sometimes they get up and then sometimes they don't. Yeah. So, yeah. The guys from Montana, they were like, uh, they were like, yeah, we drove in uh, just for Kill Tony. And I'm like, uh, you know, you can fly, right? It's it's a lot faster. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are you doing spots on the way? They're like, no, we just came here for this. I was like, that is a poor use of your time. 
Well, that's commitment. <laughs> it's a commitment. Yes, that is a commitment, uh, dude. Happy to have you here. Uh, you, uh, I follow you on Instagram, of course, and you put out a lot of a lot of funny sketches on Thanks, Instagram. Uh, which, how long have you been doing that for? Uh, I've, I mean, I started on Vine, uh, back when Vine existed. Did you know, were you, uh, I mean, I know it's kind of a smaller crew of people that got like real popular off of that, but did you know Ryan Dune? Uh, like, did you ever communicate with him before he moved out here or anything like that? Yeah. Ryan and I, uh, we did a bunch of skits on Vine actually. Cool. Um, I had a million followers on Vine. I think he had like two point something million, Dang. uh, which, <laughs> which sucked when it died. Cause you go from like extremely relevant to like nobody fucking knows who you are wow and all those other people were so smart that were on vine because they started pushing their following over to instagram and youtube and i was like nah i'm just gonna ride this vine thing because i'm old as fuck so i was like nah it's gonna be yeah, around i don't forever. want another thing yeah to to- god don't, i don't have enough energy for two things you know what's funny is uh the one of the founders of tiktok yeah hit me up uh before it launched and and said, I think you'd be perfect for this. And I'm like, nah. And uh, then it blew up like crazy. And I was like, yeah. All right. You never really know. You the know, same people hit me up. Yeah. They were and like, I just we, did. I we really know. like you. We really think you would do well. And I was like, eh, it's just like another thing. I know. That's how. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I, I started doing Instagram after Vine died. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to do the Instagram thing. And then everybody's like, you should start doing YouTube. And I'm like, I don't want to. Focus on another thing. Yeah. yeah I'm an idiot. Well, basically what it, I'm saying. It's crazy because YouTube, uh, that's a, that's the great way to monetize this stuff. And, uh, I've been at YouTube, my channel since 2006. Wow. And like, it's taken me forever to get traction slow, like, and it's still very small, but it's like, it's building slowly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's so many things that, especially as a comedian and, and an actor is like, there's so many things that you have to try to juggle and stuff. Right. Where you're like, I don't know which one I need to put all my attention into. It's so <laughs> draining, like all the time. The thing that drives me nuts is that everybody that I used to vine with and everybody that I know, uh, they transitioned over to YouTube or transitioned over these these other things. Mm-hmm. And they're all multi-millionaires now and then there's me who's living in a studio apartment in north hollywood with like a hundred thousand hundred and twelve thousand on instagram and i'm like what did i do like king batch millionaire tv shows yeah. m- making crazy dollars logan and jake paul both of them i started vining with them when they had like a hundred thousand followers uh lele ponds multi-millionaire H- hannah stocking the list goes on. Wow. Every single huge social media star in the world. It, I know them personally and have done stuff with them. And they're like, boom. And I'm just like, hey, you guys want to still do stuff? Yeah. Every once in a do while. Do you ever hit them up and be like, do you want to do a sketch or something? Yeah. I mean, they'll hit me up every once in a while and they'll ask me to be in something. Yeah. But it's always like, hey, we need an old guy. <laughs> like we, hey Kevin, we need a dad or we need a grandpa. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> you're like, I guess I'm in that weird social media I mean, age. That doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm almost forty, so at this point, I'm like, you, you just gotta gotta take what you can get. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I 
I got uh, a haircut recently and people keep telling me that I look younger than I did before. And I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I'll take it. But You really do though. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I like, I right now I have a full beard and people were telling me last night, they're like, you look younger. I'm like, I have a full beard. Yeah. Right you're now. the only person I know who grows facial hair to look younger. It's <laughs> 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 super weird. Yeah, man. I don't know what kind of, <laughs> what kind of stuff is going on. But. You're like the reverse, like reverse aging. I feel like when your hair starts going gray, you're literally going to start shrinking into like an infant. I, f- I feel like you have that. Oh disease. man, I'm just like this little baby. I don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> My voice is getting deeper as I get smaller. What happened? I don't know. I think this is some kind of reverse engineering process. Oh man, I shouldn't have rubbed that anti-aging cream back on my face in 2001. Well, there was something I wanted to talk to you about, Jeremiah. And okay. That is that there was recently a, a discovery made and they found that pizza actually reverses the aging process. Oh no, I've been eating so much pizza, man. Yeah, man. Is that why I'm a little baby now? Yeah, it's, you've become a, a man child. Wow, the, who would have known that the fountain of youth was quite cheesy and delicious? <laughs> you're, <laughs> that you're, pizza river. You're literally changing into a baby slice by slice. I want to do a remake of, <laughs> of, of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but instead of candy, it's just like junk food. It's just like a cheese river <laughs> and just like, like pizza on trees and like churros that are growing out of bushes and stuff like that. <laughs> the pizza pockets taste like pizza pockets. <laughs> That's because they're real. <laughs> What would what would your scratch and sniff wallpaper be? Oh, a scratch and sniff. Well, as long as the the scent is contained within the scratch, like right. uh, like if if you start scratching and then it, it's just out there, you know what I mean? A lingering thing, right? Uh, it, that's a very different. Like if question. it enters the room, if it enters the room, but if it's contained within the the little scratch, I think my. It's a tough question, right? It is. Hmm. Because remember, you can have multiple scents like they did in the movie. Right. Man, I think that one of them would be... Because some of the food, like pizza to me, like that's not one of those foods where I smell it and I'm like, oh, I'm ready. It's all visual for me for pizza. And same kind of with Mexican food. I don't like sniff my burrito. Like I'm not just like <laughs> I honestly don't even know what a burrito smells like. I yeah, well, it's tell just kind of like just it's meat, not distinct. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not super distinct. So I think, uh, I mean, I think bacon would be one good oh, scratch and sniff because yeah. in the morning, you know, bacon in the morning with Dude. breakfast, like scrambled eggs and bacon and, and eggs would be a great uh, smell. Orange juice. The smell uh, of orange yep. juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, high pulp, of course. I'm a high pulp kind of guy. I love a good pulp. Yeah, right? Yeah. Can we get into that? Can we get a little more pulp? Can we talk? I would like the pulp to be so much that it's almost like a smoothie. I've that had thick. some that are like that. Yeah? Yeah. <sighs> Where you can't really swallow it. Dude. You I, have to take a you have to take a drink of your orange juice and then a drink of water to get your orange juice down. Can I yeah, can I get a thicky? Could I mm. just get like the <laughs> thickest OJ possible where like, it's like a chore for me to freaking swallow it? You have I, I I want orange juice that's so pulpy that I have to dislocate my jaw to get it yeah, down. Yeah, just I want to unhinge like a freaking <laughs> python. 
No, Python strangle, I think. Oh, no, wait, no. No, Python's, no, Python's on no, the bow constrictor yeah, yeah, yeah. is, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The pi- Like a freaking Python, <laughs> the guy who, who, who tries to use analogies and then is using the wrong one halfway through and there's like, no, 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 we're still going to use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I, I just want to get out there in the jungle like a snow leopard, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, more like uh, a cheetah. <laughs> yeah, I mean a cheetah. You know what I'm talking you about. You know, a cheetah in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what I don't understand? Why do they call uh, lions the king of the jungle when they don't live in the jungle? Um, you ever thought of that? <sighs> Blows your mind. Dude. What What's is that? happening? I know. If we, if I'm only. I'm second guessing everything right now. Why did it change back all of a sudden? That was weird. I had a little flutter. <laughs> I had a little flutter in there. Your voice is cracking on your way I back think, to a baby. I, I think I think my voice cracked in real life, and then like the filter was like, <laughs> the filter was like, who is this guy? Yeah, who's this dude right here? If only we had a, a wildlife expert that ex- could explain the lion thing. Uh, you know what? Um, we do have a caller calling in. Oh, um, it's actually uh. This guy named James Nolan. His name is, he goes by Tibby. Oh, I've heard of this guy. Hello? Hey, is this Tibby? Yeah. Oh, there's a connection. <laughs> it sounded like he was in the room for a second. Uh, I, I, I'd actually prefer to go back to the other connection because it was a little bit more, a little bit more clear, but that's all right. I'm calling all the way from Australia. Australia. <laughs> I can tell that the phone, the phone's. <laughs> the phone connection is not. <laughs> Is not the best. There seems to be an issue with your line there, Tibby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's much better right there. Yeah, are you on a Sprint phone? No, Boost Mobile. Where you at? <laughs> Where course. you at, mate? Of course, Where the number at? one phone carrier the in Australia. Phone in Australia. So, Tibby, we have a question for you. Uh, Jeremiah had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh uh, no, Jeremiah's back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I, I, I just got back. I, uh, so, Tibby, uh, uh, Kevin Mack actually had a, a question for you that's very interesting about uh, lions living in the jungle. Will you rephrase the question, Kevin? Yeah, sure. Uh, the the question I had for you, Tibby, uh, and and I'm glad you're on. Is uh, of course, it's great to be on the show with you. Big fan, big follower on Instagram. Thanks. Hashtag appreciate it. Hashtag man. Hashtag boys. Hashtag wildlife. Hashtag Australia. Hashtag Australia. <laughs> uh, Tibby, I wanted to know, why do they call lions the king of the jungle when they don't live in the jungle? They live on the savanna. You know what? That's an actually fascinating question because a lot of people do call them king of the jungle. And it's because they actually used to live in the jungle. Believe it or not, they lived in the jungle originally and then they started they started traveling abroad, you know, studying abroad just like like they're in Lion College and conquering different territories, okay? Wow. So so they were former king of the jungles and now they're actually king of the king of the universe. Wow. The universe. The king of the u- you've never heard them called king of the universe before? I have, I have not. I have and heard of lion read. alien abduction, but I have not heard of them you actually. tell me about that. It sounds fascinating. Yeah, so I, I read a study once that said that uh, aliens had abducted lions so they could take them uh, to faraway lands and do... Uh, Against their will? I, I heard the lions were okay with it. Yeah, they were abduct- abducted willingly. Uh, the, apparently aliens speak lion. What would that sound like? 
Oh man, you really put me on the spot here, Libby. Let's <laughs> let me see if I can uh, let me see if I can bring up the, my my lion language. I got this. Hand okay, l- l- let me see here. <clears throat> me... I haven't spoken lion in a while, Ham. Okay, here we are. Let me get, uh, maybe give it a shot. Hey, That's actually really good. I wasn't expecting you to have like a, another set of vocal cords on you. Yes, I come from a planet far away, and I was abducted by aliens. Hey, am I talking to a real-life alien life-form lion right now? This is, this is beautiful. This is amazing. I, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, hey, I've never this. talked to one of these before. Uh, can, can I ask the lion a question? I would love for you to. I'm just hanging out now in Australia listening to this conversation. I'm so blown away. So, yeah, lion. man, I'm just I've, I've just been sitting here listening. Like, I'm I'm really interested in what's going on. So, uh, yeah, definitely, Kevin, continue to ask that question. So, Lion, uh, uh, where exactly were you abducted and when? Yeah, where exactly were you abducted and when? I was actually abducted from the Amazon rainforest in 2006. 2006? Wow, that's from crazy. rainforest. Yeah, I was studying abroad. And, uh, that's exactly what I said just a moment ago. Can you believe it? I was exactly right. Kevin, are you hearing this? Jeremiah? Yeah, I am. It's it's pretty good. I I honestly can't believe that Tibby knew that. That's pretty crazy. I didn't know that well, lions travel. I'm, I'm the most leading wildlife expert in all of Australia. So. We actually know about Tibby on our home planet of Flongbar. You know about Tibby on Flongbar? Yeah, yeah. This is this is crazy. I don't even Tibby. You're in not only internationally known but galactically known. You're making my little knees blush right now. Well, you're the next to be abducted, Tibio. Oh, we've got to cut the communication here. I'm getting a little scared, growing a little frightened. No, 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 cut it, See, did we lose him? I think we lost him. We lost the lion, man. That's... Yeah, Tibby, got, you should be careful. I know. I've got to be careful. I've got to get right back out there. I've got to keep studying so you, uh, you know, can keep asking me questions that I'll know exactly what to say to you about. And also, uh, my boost mobile bill is out of control right now. i got to go. Yeah, make sure that you figure out what's going on with that uh, connection, Tibby. All right, boost mobile. Where are you at? Okay, we Tibby left. That was great. I feel like I'm still... Uh... <laughs> No, you're good. I felt like I was still intergalactic for a moment. For a second. I, it's just in your in your head. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. That happens. Sometimes after you talk to interdimensional beings, it lingers. Who knew that lions uh, were intergalactic travelers? I don't know. That's crazy. I would have never thought that. What I want to know is, so Tibby knew that they 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 study abroad, but mm-hmm. how does a lion travel? Is that airfare? Is that a boat? Well, um, I know how they sleep. Lions? Mm-hmm. How do they sleep? In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Boom, boom, boom. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we away, 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 oh, we away. Hush, my darling, don't fret, my darling. The lion sleeps tonight in the jungle. 
the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. <laughs> That was the best song break I've ever done on a podcast. Heck yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. And once we found the footing, it was like 10 yeah. seconds in, then it like clicked and I was like, oh, this is starting to sound good. I drooled on myself hey, in man, the middle I, of my I'm, bass. I'm sweating profusely now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you know is a good auto-tune ditty whenever you start sweating out of your forehead and your nose. And it, 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 I have to admit in the beginning when I realized I wasn't auto-tuned, I was like, do I really want to go here? Well, I, I didn't know if you were going to, if you were going to hop into a... That's what's, that's what's fun. I love, uh, well, this is one of my favorite filters on this thing is, is this, uh, auto tune filter. Yeah, man. What, what do I, oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Right. It's a little addicting at times. I feel like, uh, I feel like a R and B singer that never made <laughs> a guy that can't get the grasp of, of how the auto tune works is like, yo, we got another hit. Drop that. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> you sound like a country singer <laughs> that's trying to do pop. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, like he's on a track with Nelly or something like that. Well, I've been tracing dreams down this dusty road And I just don't know where I'm supposed to go on a we horse don't, oh, We don't know how to tell you this You're talking about roads and horses But uh, we know that's a popular pop song right now But uh, we don't know how to tell you this the autotune isn't really working for your voice. We think that you should just use your natural country voice. You have a good natural country voice, but okay, okay, okay. Let me try. Let me try one more time. Oh, oh all right. Let's just go. One, just one more time. All okay, right. just try it again. <clears throat> There's a girl down the street who's got some big old stanky feet, and I love it. And I love it. How's that? Is that better? Uh, you still didn't take the 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 effect off your voice. Oh, okay. Uh, um, it's hot in this booth. <laughs> it's very hot in this booth. It's hot uh, in, uh, you know, uh, this engineer room as well. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, can I try one more time? Okay. Try one more time and then we really have to move on. We might even have to cut you from the label. Okay. I'm going to try something that's that's not typically You're country. literally talking to me in <laughs> auto-tune right now, so I don't trust you. That yeah, you're but you got to understand, I can't really hear myself right now. Right? You, okay, here, let me turn you up a little bit in the in the, the headphones. Okay? Yeah, turn my headphones up. Okay. Kind of like Dave Chappelle. Okay, is it better? Okay. Okay, I'm going to do something that's not typically country. Okay. okay here we go, Great. here we go. Black people aren't okay, they're wrong, and I don't like them at all. Whoa, where did that even come from? I I, I figured that... Hey, can I just say something? Yeah, you, go Just ahead. because you have auto-tune on your voice doesn't mean it's going to mask racism. Oh, it doesn't work that way? No, you're still talking to me in auto-tune. It's really frustrating. Okay, hang on, hang on. I'm going to step out oh, the booth real quick. Hang on, hang on, okay, hang, okay. on hang on. 
All right. All right. So what you're saying is if I if I if I sing into the mic, I, I can't just say anything. No, you can't just say anything. I'm actually really offended for, you know, the other producers who are in the room with me that, you know, are people of color who are just listening. And I'm surprised that they have not said anything. Wait yet. a minute. Wait, 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 wait. You got colors in the booth with you. OK, now you're just not even on auto-tune, now you're just saying blanket racist statements. Right, but it's a good thing this isn't being recorded. This is being recorded. Oh, shit. Okay, this, hang on, hang on. Hang on. We go back a, in the booth. This is go back a, in the booth. This hang is on. a Skype show right. for CBS oh, oh, behind the music recording wait, wait. This with is... Randy Rhodes. Randy Rhodes? That's you, man. Randy Rhodes. Oh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were talking about Randy Jackson. No, Randy of Rhodes. American Idol That's fame. you. No, you're the country star, Randy Rhodes. Right, hang on, I'm gonna go back. You know in, who you I'm are. Gonna go don't back you? To, I'm gonna go back in the okay, booth. Okay, go hang back on. into the booth. All right, I'm back in the booth. Okay. All right, here we go. I know you're back in the booth. I see you. All right, calm down, okay. man. Well, you've really put out some racist statements, and I can't trust you very much. So <laughs> listen, better listen, get man. To it. I know that you're a producer to the stars. You've worked with huge stars like. Uh, David Duchovny and yeah, uh, I did the X-Files soundtrack. That's amazing. Okay. <laughs> and you work with uh, uh, John Hasselbeck, the famous quarterback. Uh, but all right, here we go. I'm going to sing a new song. This is going to be something that's that's more more your speed, I think. Okay. Here all right. Do you, do you want do you want to hear real real quick uh, the X-Files soundtrack that I put together? I mean, I, I feel like it's a little. I, th I think you do. Okay, go ahead. Be That's really good. I stepped out the booth just to listen to this. That's really good. Thank you. Now continue with uh, what you were going to do. Can you play that again exactly the same way? <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Yeah, I'm I played a recording. Of course I can play the same way again. I hit I a thought, freaking button. I thought for sure sometimes the auto-tune will change it a bit. Hang on. Let me get back in the booth. Okay, get back in the booth. All right, I'm back in the booth. Okay, did you just ride a horse in the booth? I I just heard? Listen, man, I'm country as they come. I'm Randy Rhodes. Okay, you're Randy Rhodes. All right. You know, Randy Rhodes was the name of a famous guitar player that worked that died when he was playing with uh, Ozzy Osbourne. That's hey, all right. Okay, well, that's fine. Well, maybe you took your namesake from somebody else. I don't know. I see dead people. Is that the name of your song? <laughs> this is my new single called I See Dead People. Okay, great. I'm ready to hear it. All right, here we go. Okay, great. Mexicans should be kicked out of this country. They were not belonging here anyway. Oh, hell no. Oh, shit. What happened? Uh, that was uh, one of our other producers in the room. Uh, they actually finally jumped in. That that was the most deep-voiced Mexican I've ever heard. Well, we have a, you know, it's very diverse in this engineering room. So, yeah. So, wait a minute. So, let me get this right. So, I, if I talk about Mexicans or coloreds, or anybody of oh, any hell no i'm sorry sir i didn't mean to disrespect i thought that this auto-tune thing fixed your voice no it doesn't fix racism okay it fixes your voice it doesn't fix racism so you can't keep saying things like that <sighs> all I'm right gonna, i'm gonna right, have to right. randy i'm gonna have to ask you to leave no one more song this is your final chance all and right. i swear won't be any racism i promise okay great then let's let's take it from the top let's go what's <clears> the name <throat> of this one this one's called obvious this one's called Obvious? Obvious. This song's called Obvious. Okay. Let's give it a shot. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Women aren't as good as men. It's pretty much obvious. Everybody knows it that men are better than women, especially when it comes country. 
and comedy. What do you think? Hello? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say yeah? Hey, guys. Okay, I'm going to have to have Randy. I'm going to have to have a talk with the other producers. All right, man. I'm going to hang out outside this booth. It's okay. hot in there. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk later. I don't know why they were supportive of that. I'm not supportive of that. I just have to tell you that. Um, <laughs> I don't. And you know what? Listen, it's called obvious for a reason. Okay. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, wow. That was. Uh, I don't know what kind of takeover just happened of the show, but. Uh, that would that I, I gotta reason, be honest. That Randy was, Rhodes thought that uh, you know autotune fixes racism, which I don't know. You know that must be the same guy who was not aware that the lion is king of other things and not just the jungle. I think what happened, Jeremiah, and I I, I, I hate to uh, I hate to inform you this, but I, I actually plugged my iPhone in uh, when we got here. I thought it was just charging, but apparently I hooked it up to a USB. That was actually an episode of my favorite behind the music. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have it. That on makes my way more sense. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I wondered, like, like you and I, like, we went out, like, we grabbed a sandwich real quick. Yeah, yeah. And then I came back and like I looked, and the cameras were still recording. What was that sandwich you had? Oh, it was a beef bologna. A a beef bologna. Sandwich. Yeah, there's sometimes turkey bologna. Right, but this was all beef. Wow, man. Yeah, expensive. Yeah, there's an Oscar Mayer sandwich store that I go to sometimes. You're making the big money now with Jeremiah Wonders, huh? <laughs> watch out, people. <laughs> Rogan, watch your ass. <laughs> Step aside, Joe. You've heard of the Joe Rogan experience. Maybe you've even watched your mom's house, but you haven't experienced hilarity until you've heard Fighter and the... I mean, Jeremiah Wonders. Yeah. Dude, so I want to talk to you about this because not only are you a comedian. Yes. Not only are you a model. No. You're not a model? No. That's why I said not only are you a model. <laughs> See how I freaking. All right, I'll be a model. Around. Go ahead. All right, he'll be a model. Not Just only is he for the purposes a model, of this bit. not only is he a caretaker, <laughs> not only is he a firefighter, not only. Okay, uh, you're also an actor. That's where your background kind of comes from. And you're one of those people who. Uh, you know, we just talked about transitioned <laughs> from Vine over to like the Instagram and YouTube world and that kind of stuff. But you also have recently transitioned into uh, stand up comedy from uh, your acting past. Right. And I want to talk uh, about what are some of your early acting gigs that were nightmarish? Do you have any uh, any of those? Because I have a bunch uh, starting out some of my um, auditions and stuff starting out the the very, very non-union stuff that you get into. Yeah. That uh, are real rough. Uh, so do you recall any uh, any gigs that were like pretty bad? Yeah, I did this. Uh, I did a movie um, 12 years ago when I really first got into L.A., uh, it was, uh, it was an independent film, but you know, they had a little bit of a budget. It was my first leading role in anything. Uh, and, uh, we shot in Arizona. We shot for two weeks in the desert, freezing our asses off. They had a rain machine. So it was like constantly wet and cold. Uh, the movie never saw the light of day still to this day. It's in court. Uh, the producer and the director are fighting over who owns it. 
it's at this point it's like yeah it's like 12 years later you're like yeah, yeah why, i don't think it'll hold up yeah why why didn't you guys just settle this after a year of fighting you would think and uh yeah but there was a there's one scene in there that i'm actually glad has not seen the light of day and, and let's hear about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, talk about that scene so that, right now on Nightmare Scenes with Kevin Mack. That was my, did you get, can I get an auto tune for that? Oh, I like that. It doesn't sound as good without the auto tune. <laughs> no, it never does. <laughs> uh, so it, the movie was, uh, was a psychological thriller. And there was a dream sequence where the female lead uh, is walking through this uh, Hollywood party type thing. And my character, uh, she was in love with. And uh, I'm actually playing, I, I play a guardian angel in the movie and she doesn't realize I'm a guardian angel. And there's a scene that they didn't mention when I signed on to do the movie. Um, I'm butt naked. Uh, having anal sex with a woman in a pool of blood while I'm wearing a coyote mask. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and it's, and we went 100% real with it. I was butt ass naked. And there was a, this girl was really hot that I was on top of. And, um, we were, I, let me say this as a gentleman, I said, I, can we get me like a sock or like a something to put over my junk? And she was like, no, don't worry about it. Just like, just do, do it. By the way, I think that is illegal, by the way. I don't know if it is. I just know that it was is consensual. It was a non-union film? Not on your side. I'm saying from the films, from the, from the production side of things. I think you have to have some kind of. There was a barrier. Yeah, there has to be a barrier. I think there has to be some kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it was non-union. Yeah. Uh, so I think the production would get in huge trouble if that ever was like, uh, if it did, ha if it happened to come out and that was something, I think the production. Yeah, if somebody would... talked about it. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she said, she goes, you're good. Yeah. She's like, you just, don't need anything. Yeah. She's like, you know, I trust you. Uh, <laughs> which is like the famous last words of every actress. <laughs> I trust you. Oh okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Super hot girl. Let's butt naked. And I'm grinding on cool. No worries. Uh, but I, I was professional. I did not get hard. you right. What did you focus on? Do but you the, remember? But is that worse though? Is that more offensive to her that I didn't? Or is it more? Well, depend. I don't know. It, it all depends. <laughs> Fake blood feels like shit too, though. Oh uh, yeah, it's well, like I bet it was, corn yeah. syrup and it gets Ugh, sticky. It's and, all sticky and was yeah. it warm or cold? Cold, ice cold. Oh well, then yeah, that's yeah. then that's not doing any favors to you, the guy downstairs. You know what I mean? Hey, hey. I mean, for some on, reason, I, I couldn't get my penis to get up yeah, there and yeah. stand at attention. You know hey, what I mean? Sometimes it's a little bit too cold. You know? Mm, and, you know? Yeah, that's you what gotta, it is. Uh, you need a snuggie or something to put down there. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna blame it on the fact that uh, it was cold and sticky, it and it had nothing to do 
with my the sexual attraction was there. Trust she me, was okay? a good-looking boy. She's, you know? she's a pretty girl, but it's one of those mm. things where it's like, you know, it's, it was, some days it's not going to happen. The flagpole doesn't always rise all the way to the top because you have to raise the, the flag to half-mass whenever there's a crisis. <laughs> which is very, which is which very was, observant. Which was the blood in the corn syrup. On that day, there was actually a, a, an event and uh, we everything, the, the president had, had said that every, all the flags should be at half mass so i was like hey you filmed on 9 11 <laughs> it was 9 11 <laughs> wow friend. yeah this yeah. is wild man yeah okay. the, my tower fell that day let me tell you and that was something that girl will never forget you know what i'm saying <laughs> come on man what are we doing here all hey. right <laughs> you know and i'll tell you what it was a conspiracy it was it, it was, was. She, she 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 started to look back was there a penis there ever at all <laughs> i never felt anything it was <laughs> nothing was firm back there i'll tell you one thing my my dick was like tower seven it it fell at free fall yeah. speed and it cannot be explained. Have you ever felt a a, a, a penis that looks like a mushed pile of cheese before? That's what it, that's, it was like fettuccine on a plate, just a handful of noodles. You know, just got nothing going on. Have you ever felt one of those uh, inverted penises? Yeah, that's oh, what I all the time. Yeah. I feel inverted penises all the time. It's one of my favorite things. It's actually, you know, in some cultures, an inverted penis is actually a good luck charm, like a rabbit foot. Oh, and you really? Sometimes put them on a keychain. Little kids don't even even know popping their mouth pacifier in some countries i know it's a weird thing hey yeah you know what i got a couple of nephews back in sicily who've had a couple of tiny peni in their mouth okay. let me tell you hey, you know and that's completely normal completely it listen if you think it's gay it's probably because you're gay yeah <laughs> yeah 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 so okay you're doing this scene and then uh she's like okay i trust you nothing goes on but like how awkward of a situation is that? It's like you you're both naked and then was it a closed set or anything? Were they telling other people that they couldn't be around unless they were in the scene, or is it just kind of like people just hanging no, out? No, people and were people were just walking through willy-nilly. <laughs> it's like <laughs> a dude goes to craft services eating nachos and stuff. It's like, hey bro, nice butt, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, there <laughs> we had a scene in uh we shot it in Scottsdale and we had a scene at this like nightclub, and there was a couple there. Mm-hmm. that came to do background for for that dream sequence <clears throat> and they were having actual sex like actual like insertion everything on camera on, on the film that yeah because they were like a husband and wife couple and oh. i don't know if they were just like hey this is our opportunity to do some voyeurism but they were they, they the, the director was like you know we're gonna do this and they were like can we have actual sex and the director was like yeah i mean i guess so they were having actual yeah sex. i think this director had no idea about all these about all the laws and stuff <laughs> no it's like idea. i mean he's like well yeah we're acting so yeah do it real <laughs> yeah it's like dude that's the definition of acting <laughs> you- yeah, no 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 do it real if we okay we have real heroin for you for this scene okay you're gonna shoot up no i thought i'd act no, it's called acting. You're Dude, were you on it. this set? Yeah. There was a guy who actually shot up heroin on this set. Really? Yeah. Huh. Is he calling into the show right now? I think he might be. <laughs> okay, that's so weird. This, uh, this is Kevin, man. Dude, how's it going, man? It's been a while. Oh, uh, not so good. I've been addicted to heroin for a while. Man, that's uh. did that happen? On, was that your first time on set? Yeah, first time on set. Yeah. Oh man, do you blame? Do, do you do you I blame, blame us? Kevin Mac. 
I listen, man. I wasn't directing. I had to start shooting up after I saw that horrific scene with the <laughs> pool of blood and the anal and the and the masks. Listen, man. It's I the only way to get me escaped from my mind. Are you saying that my ass is so horrific that you need hard drugs to forget it? Yeah. Yeah. Who's the asshole here, man? Me or you? Really? I don't know. I've seen yours. So I would say you. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Black tar or do you just go with the, the China white? Yeah. <laughs> both, both? Yeah, I do. I do. You know, at McDonald's, when they ask if you want the, the vanilla or the chocolate or right. the swirl, right. I get swirl heroin. You get swirl? I get swirl. I get black tar, white China, swirl heroin. Are you high right now? Yes. You have a, you sound high. Yeah, I'm very high right now. What did you, what vein are you using these days? Oh, my penis. Your penis. My, it's the last one left. <laughs> All the other ones are collapsed. What about, uh, were you the one with the inverted penis? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's inverted now. Yeah. <laughs> it's from, it's, it's from so much use. Hey, listen, man, this is bringing up a lot of bad memories. I gotta go. Okay? Hey man, I'm really sorry about uh, getting you addicted to heroin, man. All right. Bye. Bye, buddy. Uh, speaking of butts. I don't even know if smooth transition bro. I should talk about this. <laughs> hey man, uh Jeremiah Wonders is known for its transitions. <laughs> uh so we cast you as uh, uh mine and Pat Reagan's stepbrother. You're yeah. one of the stepbrothers in our step music video Robbie. Stepdad mm-hmm. with uh Polly Shore. And I don't know if I should tell this story or not, uh, have, <laughs> uh, but I will because uh, you were there when you witnessed it. Yeah. Um, so, Kevin, we were originally planning on doing this this <laughs> shot where uh, we thought it'd be funny if uh, we revealed Polly Shore's butt and mm-hmm. it was like a sculpted good looking butt, basically. Right. And I hit up Kevin. I was like, got a weird request for you, dude. <laughs> Would you mind being a butt double? As well as being like you're gonna you're gonna have a part, but we also <laughs> we need your ass. We need we need your butt. <laughs> we need your butt for this. Uh, we need a we need a, a good looking dude butt for mm-hmm. to to be Pauly Shore's butt because we think that'd be funny. Like you know, kind of thing that they do in movies where like a schlubby guy rolls up his shirt and he has like a six pack. We wanted to do that with Pauly Shore's butt. Right. Uh, we ended up. Um, not doing it uh we we're like ah, eh, it's a little bit too weird like we we're getting some shots from behind of polly's butt and we're like <laughs> which is way funny this is too much <laughs> <laughs> and uh the underwear uh that he was wearing was i'm effing your mom which was uh, uh, a thong it was a thong yep uh and did you witness it with me in the bathroom did you see what what, what happened to that thong yes i did so can you tell is Polly gonna forever disown you for this if you tell this story <laughs> you might not be welcome back at the comedy store if you tell this story <laughs> okay i won't i won't i won't be i mean it's pretty obvious at it's this pretty point. obvious what happened with i can't I, okay there was something in the thong after he <laughs> 
the best part the best part is like you were like you're like hey kevin so we need you <laughs> to wear the underwear after Polly. are you okay with that yeah. and i was like uh yeah, yeah man i, I mean i like guess. some toilet paper or whatever so it's yeah. not like penis to penis connection yeah, i'll just cover up you know right. whatever area his but, nuts were in but then Polly takes off the underwear and then <laughs> kevin and i look at the underwear and we see that something's wrong with it and i'm like uh kevin we're canceling that shot because i was like thank you jeremiah that, that, that's our hero underwear and uh it's now a villain i don't know what's what's going on with that well, let's just say they were they they started off white and then uh they became something else they they, they ended up multicolored okay yeah and that's as much as we can say even that's, though that's you know we love the comedy you know, store you know, and we want to stay you there you know exactly what's going on <laughs> but i like you almost made it worse by just being like like uh let's step like we spent more time talking about it because we stepped around it rather than just saying what it was and moving on yeah yeah we probably made it worse just now yeah it's all good if paulie watches this he's gonna be like you guys could have just said what it was <laughs> yeah I almost yeah, said it just probably, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best part was when he, when Polly took him off and he comes out and he's like, all right, so are we going to do the part with, with Kevin now? And I, we were like, nah, I think we got it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. I crossed that off the shot list for the day. Ah, so uh, good. I want to get into this next segment. Fanning out. Fanning out. Questions from fans. Fanning out. Can I get a, can I get a little... Auto tune? Sure. Give me a little tune. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment. Uh, fanning out. Fanning out. Ooh. Now we got some great questions here. <laughs> Whoops. Great questions here. Great. Uh for Kevin Mack. Uh, first one, uh, these are all from Instagram, different users wrote in the show. What's up guys? Wanted, uh, hashtag what's up? Uh, wanted to hashtag what's up. <laughs> wanted to ask Kevin some questions or give some character suggestions. Uh, what is your favorite hashtag to use? Hashtag King. Uh, that's Revel It's Finest. I would say that my, the, the, the hashtag I use the most is, uh, fit hashtag fit. Just because it has the the, the most uh, following as far as it brings me the most following. I, my favorite hashtag I've ever used is probably <laughs> hashtag sexy stepdad. Oh, wow. Yeah. My I bet that got you some cool followers. <laughs> <laughs> my ex-girlfriend. Dude, I bet your demo is off the charts with that hashtag, dude. Oh, man. Sexy stepdad. So many cougars. Dude, so many, out. dude. Oh. So many queens of the jungle came yeah. out on that Queens one. of the bone age over here. Yeah, dude. <laughs> my girlfriend had a son, and I posted a picture of me and him. Like, he was in his soccer gear. And it was like hashtag sexy stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness! But she loved that. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was not a fan of that. Yeah, I'm sure. You're using my son as a product. <laughs> what are you doing? I was trying to get. I was trying, trying to, to get, get these girls, likes, babe. I'm trying to get other girls with this. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, this is a weird one, but I'll ask it because you actually replied that you would say great that you replied that it was a great question at uh, Skadoo Brigade on. Uh, uh, oh, Scatabregay. Gotcha. On uh, Instagram. How, 
ska dub reggae. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Oh my goodness. Just spell it, man. Okay. Uh, how does it feel to be so liked and so douchey all at once? Do you get that a lot? Do you- I get that a lot. Yeah. So, and here's, here's what I'll, I'll say uh, about uh, Kevin. Actually, very nice guy, which we'll talk about the kindness challenge in a second. When I broke my arm, this is the kind of guy Kevin is. Kevin drove across town to uh, give me... Uh, a sling to uh to to for my arm to to try to put in it uh to relieve pressure when i broke my arm because he had uh an injury in the past as well and he's like this will help you out uh you're welcome to use this if you'd like that's the kind of guy kevin mack is <laughs> and then it made it worse it made it worse i was gonna leave that out but uh it was the wrong kind of cast but we tried to we tried we tried it i did my best to be a mensch yeah you're very very nice so uh so yeah how do you I don't even know how you answer that question. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be both. I embrace my douchiness. I, I, I think the thing is um, I go out of my way to uh, I go out of my way to be douchey, to come across douchey just because I think it's funny. I you think play it's, into it. Yeah, I think it's it funny. Bit. I think it's funny for people to to uh, to really believe that I'm a douche and uh and it's kind of part of my persona, especially when it comes to comedy. That's it's, when I walk on stage, the automatic consensus from the audience is this guy's a douche. So if you don't lean into it and you don't you, you don't acknowledge what the audience sees you as, then you're never going to connect with them. So, yeah, I lean into it. I, I embrace my douchiness. And as far as people liking me, I always I always like people liking me. I, I love to make people laugh. That's why I do the skits I do. That's why I do stand up. So, yeah. yeah. It's all good. All right. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? This is from Barkin W. Larkin on Instagram. Uh, in five years, I see myself owning my own production company, which I'm in the process of doing right now. Uh, continuing uh, stand up and, and at that point, hopefully uh, touring and, and doing more in the world of stand up. And uh, by that time, hopefully producing stand up specials for for comedian friends and and such. That's really part of the reason why I'm starting my production company. Uh, it, our first project we're shooting in September. It's a movie that I wrote and I'm directing. Congrats, um, man. That's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. We got a uh, first funds in and, and we're putting some offers out to some names in the next month or so. Uh, that's going to be our first project. But from there on, we're, we're going to get into uh, other projects. And one of those is going to be producing comedy shows for standups. So, nice. Yeah. And if those names fall through, you know who to call. <laughs> oh, Jeremiah, you're already in the movie, bro. <laughs> Hello, sir. Can I take your order? Oh, heck yeah. I'll, I'll definitely do that. Hi, dude. Can I take your order? Oh, man. You don't even have to audition. <laughs> yeah, I just booked it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Hollywood. Uh, this is a character suggestion. I like doing these every once in a while uh, yeah. when they're right. This is great. This is from at Jump Bank. Uh, do uh this is a request to do a sober mormon dad goes to a rave and pretends to be on molly to attract a second wife (laughs) that's really that's a that's a very very specific specific. scene and i think that we should definitely um are you gonna play the dad or the wife uh you know what i'll i'll play the uh i'll play the the women in this okay and you play the sober Mormon dad at a rave and okay. you're pretending you've obviously never done Molly. Right. But you, but you're doing it to try to attract your second wife. Got it. 
Whoa, what's up? Hey, hi. Hello. How are you? Hello, ma'am. Uh, hey. Hey. Wow. I am so t- tingly. I am tingling right now from all this uh, molly that I'm on. My body is on on fire. How oh. about you? Oh, me too. Yeah, I just took some molly earlier, so that's cool. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Does it does it feel like like mine feels? What's yours feel like? I mean, you know, not really tingly. Yeah, me so too. Much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Why are you dressed like that? Uh, we're, this, at a, we're at a rave. This is my uh, uh, my religious. Uh, it's a gag. This is a gag. I'm I'm just I I did this to. Oh, gags are hot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what kind of wait gag like ball gag? Thing? No, no, like like it's like my fun, religion. Like, I mean, <laughs> like funny bits. That's hot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like dressing up. I like that. Sorry, I I was trying to keep up, but this Molly that I took, uh, th- that I injected, really has me uh really messed up right now. I injected it. I don't know if I like this other girl for our family. So I don't know. I think we should move on and try to find a different uh, one. Listen, listen. I'm your first wife. Okay? Listen, so Mary, you, Mary, yeah, Mary. Yeah, yeah. We need a new one. Okay. All right. We we need more children. So just relax. Yeah, and I agree with you. And I've already given right. you seven. Yeah. And the Lord needs 14. Okay. Okay. So you're barren now. So. If you want wow, to stay in the gonna, house, you're going to say that listen, at the rave listen, listen, just out I, loud like that. Listen, I am wow, the man. I am okay. the man of this house and you will listen to me. Okay, fine. I will. Good. Okay, right, let's now find let me, another Now let me get back to hitting on this woman. Okay, great. <clears throat> Why are you doing that with your voice? Oh, uh, I just, I feel the music. Oh, you must be on Molly. <laughs> yep. Totally on Molly. I'm on a lot of it. Hey, I, what's that book you're holding? Uh, have you ever heard of the the Book of Mormon? Um, yeah, like the South Park play. Yeah, yeah. This is this this is this is that. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. write it? Yup. My name is wow. My name is Trey. Wow. Yep. yep. Super rich. I'm so attracted to you right now. <laughs> I'm super rich at this rave, uh, dressed like this. Do you want to get married? Yes. I, uh, I'm on Molly. I'll do anything right now. Awesome. Okay. Uh, can you can you make out with my wife here? Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if we. It, yeah, I'm on Molly. So sure, why not? I love Molly now. This is awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god. You know what? I'm not Mormon anymore, girls. Thanks, though. I'm 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 gonna go out and enjoy this rave culture. Oh man. <laughs> And that was how it all went. Out. <laughs> I would fuck? love it. There, where does that guy come from? I don't know, man. I, I think that uh, I would love it at, at the end of improv scenes at like an improv theater <laughs> with the, There's just a dude in the corner with the spotlight. Then the mic came on him. And he's like, and that was how it all went down. <laughs> and I think that make every improv show more entertaining. Yes. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, that was a good scene, by the way. <laughs> it was all right. You play an excellent Molly girl. Right? It's just going for it, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, good job. So 
What I'm going to do, uh, so this uh, this is from artificially.selected. Where has Kevin Mack been? I missed the Kill Tony segments on him. Uh, you addressed that. Yeah. But since you like the Kill Tony segments, I'm going to, uh, I think Tony would be okay with it. It hasn't happened in a long time. I'm going to go through uh, your Instagram right now. Oh, and we'll put man. some of the pictures up and... Uh, um, in post and, uh, <laughs> uh, and here they are and here they are right here. We'll put them up in post. This is me holding my, my, my friend's dog and pretending it's yeah. mine. Okay. Now this one, uh, this one is, I'm looking for You're already chuckling. Uh, I mean, there's so many. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Okay. This one says villain uh -oh. and then it says hashtag actor. Wait, what? Show me the picture first. <laughs> this one caught my eye first we'll put it up on the screen but uh hashtag act this is a very villain face villain villain and then it goes dot dot sinister hashtag actor hashtag artist hashtag movie hashtag film hashtag movies hashtag art hashtag model hashtag male model you son of a gun i told you you're a model hashtag style hashtag villain hashtag liar hashtag tv hashtag hair hashtag guys hashtag eyes hashtag fit hashtag fitness hashtag fitness motivation hashtag fit fam hashtag get fit yep. hashtag fitspo hashtag, hashtag stay fashion fit. hashtag vibes hashtag los angeles how many likes 4,852, man. <laughs> Boom. That's, that's more than what I get on my stuff. So I, I got to up my hashtag game. You got to, dude, I'm telling you, everybody makes fun of hashtags, but they bring so much attention. But they work. They do. Okay. Hashtag. Oh, this one's. Do it, bro. <laughs> do it. Hashtag embrace the douche. Oh, that's a new hashtag. Embrace dude, the douche. Embrace the I'm going to trend. Guys, if you're watching right now. Embrace the douche. Embrace the douche. Embrace the douche. Comment hashtag embrace the douche. Um, I'm looking for another good one right here and then we'll move on to uh, another question. Uh, I got one for you. How about I give you one? How about I show you a picture that I haven't posted yet and then I tell you the hashtags I'm going to put on it. I would love that. All right, let's do that. And then I'll send you the picture so you can put it up and post. Love it. All right. This is somebody working with me right here. <laughs> I appreciate it. Somebody who doesn't like dead air on a podcast nailed it okay so <laughs> here's the picture <laughs> oh my goodness okay all right here we go here's the hashtag so it'll be right here i've got to look at it to to really sometimes you really have to like you have to get into of it. course so here we go hashtag male hashtag male model hashtag motorcycle hashtag motorcycles hashtag biker hashtag bike life hashtag moto Hashtag moto life, hashtag tattoos, hashtag tattoo, hashtag guys with tattoos, hashtag hair, hashtag print, hashtag male model, hashtag sexy, hashtag sexy biker, hashtag jeans, hashtag denim, hashtag fashion, hashtag style, hashtag fit, hashtag fitness, hashtag sexy mofo, hashtag mofo, hashtag bad boy. Hashtag embrace the douche. Boom. Watch out for that that uh, that post coming soon, guys. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> nice, dude. It's weird how I know I know what I look like sometimes. Hey, man. Some like you said, you got to own own what you look. Now, why? Here's my question. Why? <laughs> why is a why is singular tattoo and why is tattoos? 
Why are those two different hashtags? I'll, I'll tell you right now. So if, if you, if you put hashtag tattoo, uh, it averages 3 million posts per day. That means that those, that, that, that is that pictures of tattoo, uh, with hashtag tattoo are posted 3 million times a day. And those get an average of 3 million views. And then if you post tattoos, pictures with hashtag tattoos get posted 3.4 million times per day and get those amount of views. So if you post hashtag tattoo and hashtag tattoos and somebody goes in the search and looks up hashtag tattoo, they see your picture. They type in hashtag tattoos, they see your picture again. This is so hot. (laughs) Wow, you just blew my mind on the the algorithm of Instagram. This is so hot right now. Just broke the internet. Uh... giving away all my secrets i know right patrick underscore vincent underscore welsh kevin when you are squinting into the distance what is it you are envisioning the smolder the give your best smoldering look to that close-up cam right there and i'll do me too all right can i turn into it yeah yeah let's both turn into it ready on three yeah all right you count it one two three i'm envisioning The next lady in my bed. I'm literally envisioning the movie Dumbo right now. (laughs) I don't know why it popped in my head, but the original animated movie Dumbo. Wait, the the original. Not even. Not even the updated one. The original. And I really. Can I change mine? No man, come yours on. is done, dude. Hang yours on. is no, done. Dude, on, okay, okay. Right. Smolder, different time, and then tell me what you're looking at. And for the audio listeners of this, you just have to watch this on YouTube. All right, all right. Smoldering look in three, two, one. I'm envisioning the remake of Tumbo. You reset it up for to do a remake of Dumbo. I'm really disappointed in you right now. Come on, man. All right, dude. All right, it could have right, been anything. All right, all right, bro. God darn it. Okay, right, come right, on. Here we, go, here we go. Here we go. In three, two, one. I'm envisioning Kevin Spacey. <laughs> all right. That's pretty good. We're right? we're That's we're better. we're on to something okay. now. Okay. All right. Okay. Wait, let me get you back. You know what I'm it. envisioning? Mm-hmm. Walnut. Walnuts. Walnut. Walnuts. <laughs> I've been Wal- there. <laughs> I'm it? envisioning walnut walnuts. Why can't I say walnuts today? <laughs> what is happening? Come on, man. I'm this trying smolder. to smolder dude, over here. I'm trying. I'm thinking so ah, hard dude. about the smoldering that I can't even talk right now. I'm smolder. I'm smoldering okay. over here. I'm You're thinking. Making- I'm thinking of a jar of walnuts overflowing right now, mm. uh, with with milk spilled everywhere, mm. and uh, and uh, and a and a lady going, "Oops, sorry, Mister. <laughs> I'm, mm, I'm sorry, Mister. Mm. Oh no, I spilled all the walnuts in and the like milk. Pressing her, pressing her boobs together. Ooh, mm, yeah. No, no, no. Keep talking. <laughs> That's- 
I'm trying to I'm trying to smolder, but not laugh. There's jam on the corners of my mouth. (laughs) Why why is this girl so messy? I'm so Mm. because all hot girls in commercials are messy. Have you Mm, noticed that? All of them have like the drippy burger and stuff. None of them like eat it like 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 clean. It's always just like gross and like disgusting as it's falling out of their mouth. None of these girls have any kind of etiquette. Yeah, they're all I'm a hashtag messy girl. Hashtag dirty face. Uh, okay. <laughs> why? Why, why do one. girls? Why does every time we entertain a girl, it just sounds like a gay guy? <laughs> hey, man. I don't know, but this question goes along with that. At Tribe nice. Cannabis, why is your smolder so much greater with Jeremiah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. The because pictures that we posted on Instagram are are pretty great. Hell yeah, dude. Jeremiah amplifies my smolder. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. dude. The schmolder. Yeah, this dude. The schmolder. It, it's the size of a boulder when Jeremiah's around. Hell dude. yeah, bro. If I if I gave Jeremiah a nickname, it would be Fox Schmolder. Fox Schmolder. Okay, I'll I'll take it. Boom. So that's another X Files reference. Yeah, dude. Uh, beauty, dude, 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 uh, dude. Uh, and sometimes mm-hmm. the schmolder, if you do it wrong, right. Scully osis, dude. Dude. You don't look right. Yeah, like if you do the smolder, bro, and you don't. If you uh, do it for too long with your face, it, right? might, it might contort. Your back starts to curve, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, you yeah. Know, so Scully from X-Files, the Osis. Osis, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you got the Osis. So, dude. Yeah. So right, dude. Yeah. Um, Let's get into this next segment. Yeah, man. It's called the Kindness Challenge. Kindness so stoked bro dude okay dude so what i do uh every week i challenge you guys the listeners as well as myself to do something nice out of the kindness of your heart for uh it can be a stranger it can be for somebody that you know as long as it's something positive that you are contributing to society it doesn't matter you're a good person big or small it doesn't matter uh so i like to read uh letters uh from people and this is actually the first time i uh am opening this so i haven't pre-read this at all um this is uh from isaias um from san antonio texas i'm going to read i started to wonder what isaias might sound like if i read the voice read their letter in the voice i thought that he might have san antonio from san antonio uh so let's see here um shout outs to and hashtag then, and, then san we'll, antonio. and then you and i will talk about uh maybe something that we did recently that qualifies for a kindness challenge or challenge each other to do something nice for somebody very cool uh this is from isaias uh hey 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 jeremiah it's isaias from san antonio texas <laughs> and i have a funny way of showing i did a good deed I was on my way home in my truck waiting for the light to turn green. Why is Isaias a prospector? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have to actually never met anybody that sounds like this, but I thought it would be fun to make Isaias sound like this. Right. Isaias is a great, strong name. I like that. All right. I was on my way home in my truck waiting for the light to turn green when I noticed a cutie and her dude hop out of a Jeep. After I aggressively stared at that caboose, she left her door halfway open, not noticing as they left their Jeep. So I then quickly honked my horn and rolled my window down to yell out, Hey, yo, ma, I'm liking that booty. (laughs) 
nah, JK, I yelled, you left your door open. And so that was my act of kindness. <laughs> I feel like that was less of an act of kindness and more of an attempt to see if the face was matching the booty. Yeah. Um, uh, it's good Isaias, we, it's, uh, that's a very strange, <laughs> usually I proofread these kinds of challenges. I just opened yours directly from my email today. Uh, no, you know, I think I, what I'm going to challenge you, Isaias, to, uh, make a little bit bigger of a kindness challenge. That's what, that's what I'm going to challenge you to do. Okay. It's great that you told them that they left their door open. I think there's certain things that you should just be doing on a human being level uh, that is courteous. Uh, so I'm going to challenge you to dig a little bit deeper, my friend. My question um, for Isaias is, would you he, would you even have noticed that her door was open? Had you not been not, looking at her butt? Exactly. If it was a dude. Yeah. So there's the thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I it's less about kindness and more about pervy. Uh, <laughs> This week on the Pervert Challenge. It's like, no, guys, this is a, that's something completely different. Okay, that's not associated with the show at all. You're going to get so many emails. Like, I was at the gym and I was on the treadmill. Guys, stop sending in the Pervert Challenge. That's not what this show can, supports. Can we do, can we do, can we do, a, there's a character right here. Okay. A guy who thinks that things that are pervy are kind. Are kind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have somebody calling into the show right now. Um, this is a. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm having trouble reading uh, the name on the... His name is Sullivan. Interesting. Uh, Sullivan, uh, is this you? Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. Uh, you had something uh, kind that you wanted to uh, call in about. Yeah, so I've, I've, um, I'm a very kind person. Okay, great. And uh, and uh, so what happened was I was, I was at the gym. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, there, was a, there was a girl running on the treadmill uh, at exactly the speed of 7.2. Okay, journal. that's very specific. Uh, I mean, maybe you're looking out for well-being that, uh, you know, uh, she didn't turn it up too much so she'd trip or something. Was it something like that? Yeah, yeah. She had giant boobs and she was wearing a... So you were concerned about like her back maybe, like the, like making sure she had the right bra support or, right, you know, exactly. looking out for her, yeah, her yeah, spine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I, was, I was concerned about her back. And then, uh, so, so her boobs were bouncing and uh, I stuck my hand in my pants. Okay, we're... Uh, uh, what what happened next? I'm not really I'm not really following how this is a kind uh, uh, a kind act. Wait wait wait. Okay, so let me. It sounds a little strange. So, anyways, uh, so I stuck my hand in my pants and mm-hmm. then I stared directly at her, like and, and stared at her right into her eyes. Now was she um was she choking on something on the 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 treadmill? Were you like reaching into your pocket to get like uh, was she diabetic? Were you reaching in to get like you know a shot right, for her, right, right. like no, an she, insulin she, shot or something like no, that? No, 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 she wasn't choking. Well, in my mind, I was choking her. You know what I mean? But like, she wasn't choking. But she was on the treadmill. And she was running at seven point two miles per hour, and then I stuck my hand in my pants and then. I- I started masturbating while, while I was staring directly uh, at her. Okay. Uh, I was trying so, to motivate her, you okay, know, because I'm a kind person. No, okay. Sullivan, I'm going to have to let you go. That uh, That is not the kindest challenge at all, so I'm going to have to let you go. That's a horrible example. That's that's uh, very pervy what you just called it. I have, I have to drop the call now. Okay, big big fan. Love the show. Oh, okay. all right. Great. Well, you know what? I challenge Sullivan to get some help and do an actual act of kindness. Okay? I don't know, man. I thought that was pretty kind of him. I don't know, man. I don't think so. At least he looked at her. He looked her in the eye. He didn't stare at her boobs. That was nice. I don't know, man. I don't think. 
<laughs> have you done something recently that you would, you'd think that would, uh, qualify as a, as a kind act that, uh, that you uh, went out of your way to try to do? Yeah, I, uh, I recently volunteered at the shelter downtown and uh, fed uh, fed the homeless um, a couple weekends back. Um, and I try to do that as much as possible. I, I try to get out and, and uh, help out as much as possible. Um, I think it's important, and especially in LA. We have such a, a huge homeless population. And uh, I think it's important for people who um, are more fortunate to get out and, and try to help the less fortunate as much as possible. So, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great, dude. I don't like to talk about it, but yeah. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes people say to me, like, uh, when they write in, they're like, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging. And I go, the amount of people who come up to me on the road, who tell me that the stories of other people that are helping them, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a brag. It's definitely, it's, it's more of a motivation to other people to be like, Oh, I can do this too. Uh, I did something last week when I was in New York, uh, and this was something that I could have kept walking, but I stopped and gave some, some guy, some of my time. Hughes said he was like a med student. I don't know if this story was true or not, uh, mm-hmm. but he's like, I just need to get on the subway. I just need a couple dollars and I'm trying to get back home right now. And I, I just looked at him. I was like, Hey man, I hope you're telling me the truth. And cause I have $2 left in my wallet right now. I have two $1 bills. So, yeah. and that, you know, I was like, if it's, if that's meant to be whatever, but uh, I was like, best of luck. And he was like, God bless. Thank you so much. So, who At knows, the end but, of the day, it's about intention. If your intention was to, to to do a kind act, then that's exactly what it was, yeah. regardless of what he uses it for. If he uses it for, for what it was intended for, or if he uses it for something else, either way, you went out of your way to, to do a kind act. And that's important, I think. I yeah. think everybody needs to at least have that intention in their life to, to do something kind. Yeah, because I promise, like, just since doing this, it's, uh, it's improved my life. And it's also, it, it's a great challenge to you know, put positivity towards other people. And it, I promise you, it'll come back your way. A lot of times twice fold, if you're putting out positive energy and doing kind things for others. So keep doing that kind of challenge guys. I do got to say, uh, for, as far as, uh, it comes to w- with, uh, our relationship. Um, and I know that, you know, you're not gonna, th- this is a compliment to you. And I, I know that you're going to think that it's no big deal, but to me, it's a huge deal. Um, when I first started coming to the comedy store, um, because of the way I look, I guess you could say. Um, and uh, there was a lot of uh, a lot of people that weren't a big fan of me and thought that I was a, a tourist and I was just coming to the comedy store to try and get an in in the uh, you know in in the in the world of of um, of entertainment. And I was just trying to use comedy as kind of a, a way into uh, to more. Uh, more success in in the world of entertainment. It's like a resume builder or something yeah, like that. Just, yeah, a lot of a, a lot of actors will do that. They'll come in and they've got a little bit of shine on a show or something, and they'll try to use comedy to further their career. And that genuinely wasn't what I was about. Uh, but there were a few people who really uh, gave me an opportunity and and uh, and befriended me and and actually embraced me and, and welcomed me into the community. And you were one of those people. And, uh, that meant a lot to me because you, especially at the store, you know, everybody loves you. Everybody knows you. You're a big, you're, you're a mainstay and a staple at the store. And and you embraced me and welcomed me in and gave me an opportunity to show that I was really about the comedy. And I appreciate that. You, uh, Brody Stevens was another one, uh, that, that really welcomed me in. He was, uh, it was, uh, it was, you know, interesting (laughs) after he passed, uh, because, uh, you know, I think a lot of comics didn't realize that they had similar stories with other comics, uh, uh, he was one of those guys who was so welcoming mm-hmm. to so many people where you kind of look around and you, it, it's a very common thread. 
where he was like, he gave everybody a chance, like no matter what level they're at, he'd talk to you, you know, like make you feel welcome, make you feel a part of it. And that's like, that's all that you want to feel whenever you're starting out somewhere. It's so scary to like transition into a new place and be the new guy or be the new girl or or whatever. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it may, it meant a lot to me, you know, to, to for somebody, somebody in the comedy community, stand up comedians, people, especially people coming in, somebody with their name on the wall at the comedy store to, you know, really to, to even talk to you and, and to treat you like, you know, an equal um, or just as a as a person, as a comic uh, means a lot. So yourself and, and obviously Brody, who I miss very much. But um, it, that means that means a lot to me and it meant a lot to me. And I appreciate that. I appreciate your friendship for that. Dude, so. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you being on the show. And uh, you dude, you're a funny, nice dude. So I like to surround myself with good, positive people. So appreciate that, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, let's get into this final segment. Ooh. Sax talk. Oh. Kevin Mack has a story ready to go. He's going to share a story of a sexual encounter, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet saxophone underneath while he tells it. Whenever you're ready, my friend. All right. You ready? So I was... uh, I was relatively new to Los Angeles and uh, I was still trying to kind of get my bearings in the dating world. And uh, I went to this event at uh, Chateau Marmont and I ran into this well-known actress. And uh, she, she came up to me and she was like, Hey, I've, you know, I've never seen you around. Uh, Where are you from? I said, uh, I said, I'm from Michigan. I, I just got into town about six months ago and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it in Hollywood. And she said, well, if you want to make it in Hollywood, you've got to go along to get along. So she took me over to her table and she started introducing me to some of her friends who were producers and other actors and actresses. And uh, so I sat down and we were talking and drinks were flowing and everybody was enjoying the night. And at some point, someone put their hand on my leg. And uh, I look over and it was it was her. And uh, so I, I leaned over and we started kissing. And at some point, I felt a, another hand on my other leg. And I looked back to the other side, and it was uh, a uh, a guy. And she uh, she kind of stopped kissing me, and she started pushing my face towards this guy that she was with. And uh, so the guy kind of grabs my face, and he goes to kiss me, and I uh, I started pulling away. And she came in from the other side and started kissing my neck and my ear. And she whispers into my ear, she said, if you want to get somewhere, you have to be willing to go both ways. So I figured that was the way to get into the industry. I went back to her room. And, um... He showed up at her room about 10 minutes later. 
and he came into the room and they started making out and as they were making out i slowly backed out of the room and uh that was the first time that i almost got pulled into a bisexual orgy Not the last time, <laughs> but the first time. Yeah. What's part two? <laughs> All the listeners want to know the progression of the second time <laughs> that you almost got pulled into. I will tell you that story. That's that, that's a pretty crazy story. All right. I'm All ready. Right. Uh, I was at a party in Hollywood. And I was dating a stripper at the time. That was good. And there was, uh, it was, I mean, basically the whole party was just strippers and porn stars. And uh, we were in the kitchen and we started making out. And there was this other stripper that was there with her boyfriend and she came into the kitchen and she was watching us watching us make out and uh at some point she came over and started kissing both of us and uh so i, I kind of looked around and her boyfriend wasn't around so i went with it and a couple moments later i look over and her boyfriend's standing in the doorway watching us triple kiss and I kind of got a little flustered and I, I excused myself and I walked past him and I went into the hallway. And he stops me and he's like, hey, man, it's, it's cool. Just want to let you know it's, it's fine. We're, we're swingers. And he goes, uh, you know, I can tell my girl wants to hook up. He's like, would you be cool hooking up with my girl? Would you be fine with me hooking up with your girl? And I was dating a stripper at the time. So I was like, yeah, your girl's hot. Cool. We can switch it up. So I go back into the kitchen and uh, I start making out with the two girls again. And my girl leads us both into the bedroom and he kind of follows us. And, uh, Everything starts getting hot and heavy on the bed. But then my girl says to me, I'm not really into this guy. I just want to have you and his girlfriend. So I, so she explains to the guy she's not into it. He's like, you know what? It's fine. No big deal. Like you guys have fun. So he leaves the room. So now I'm in this threesome with these two strippers and we're going at it and everything's good. About 10 minutes later, I look in the corner and this guy had snuck back into the room and he was masturbating, watching us have sex on, in the corner. And he stops when he realizes that I see him and he's like, are you cool with this? And I was like, as long as you don't touch me, <laughs> I just finished it up. <laughs> So I don't know to this day if he was jerking off to me or the three of us. And that's my story.
All right, man. Part three. It's no, just, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just keep talking. The sad all, part all, is there is oh three. Oh my goodness. No, no, we're done. For we're another done time. Yeah, for another time. Another time. Uh, uh, do you have anything you'd like to plug or anything coming up, dude? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, I'm currently on, uh, I'm recurring guest star on a show on BET called, uh, games people play and, uh, and also recurring guest star now on a new show that's, uh, coming out on CBS all access called why women kill Lucy Liu's new show. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It's a one hour comedy and, uh, it's gonna, it's, it's very funny uh, produced by, uh, Mark Cherry of desperate housewives fame and Grey's Anatomy's fame. Uh, so, uh, yeah, look out for that. Um, check out my podcast, uh, mind our business. Jeremiah was a guest on that as yes, well. Yes, sir. And, uh, follow me on Instagram at Kevin Mac, M-A-C, Kevin M-A-C. All right, dude. Uh, it's been great, man. Having you on. And, uh, I think, uh, Kevin and I are going to do some sketches together coming up here. So yeah, look out for those as well. Thanks so much for doing the show, brother. Dude, thank you so much for having me. It's yeah, so much fun. Of course. I appreciate it. Yeah.